Dinosaur friends from all around the world. This is Ranger Martin from the Dinosaur Experience. We're a small family-based company in Watson, Louisiana, and we like to bring dinosaurs to you guys and bring them to life. We love coming to your birthday parties. We've got a lot of stuff coming up in the summer. So if you want to come and see us, have a look on our Facebook page. Go to the Dinosaur Experience on Facebook and you'll see a list there of all our summer appearances, the public ones. There's some libraries, there's some summer camps that are doing public events, there is uh, festivals, there's all sorts of things all over Louisiana and we're just about to add a job in Mississippi as well. So you guys in Mississippi that are dino fans will be coming up there to see you guys as well. So don't forget the Dinosaur Experience on Facebook, that's where you can find out where we're going to be. Now also, we have a special Facebook page called the Dinosaur Experience for Kids. That's a group that we designed especially for you guys. And when you get on there, you can join it, you'll see there's lots of people on there and they put pictures up of dinosaurs they've drawn, pictures of their toys, pictures of their favorite t-shirts. They tell us about some museums they've been to, all that kind of thing. So it's a really cool group. It's a family-friendly group. We do keep a very close eye on it. We don't let any spam or anything like that get on there. So come and join us. Come and join us on the Dinosaur Experience for Kids Facebook group. Now, today's dinosaur we're going to talk about is a really cool dinosaur. It was only discovered in the 80s. It's a really cool one. So let me tell you all about this guy. The Baryonyx. Now, his name actually means heavy claw. Now, he was first discovered by a guy called William Walker in January 1983. Now, William Walker isn't actually a paleontologist. He's a hobbyist. He's a hobby paleontologist. He loves dinosaurs and searching for fossils. He's actually a plumber. But he was on his spare time, and he was in a clay pit near um, Oakley in Surrey in the United Kingdom. And he actually found a partial claw. He found um, a claw of this, and what, what happened was he went home and he looked at this claw and he pieced it back together and he realised he didn't have it all, so he went back to the, um, to the pit where he found it, searched around and found the rest of it and then put it back together. Now, he didn't know what it was. He didn't recognise it from anything. It was, it was very strange to him. So what he did, he took it to the British Museum. Now, the British Museum examined it and they were really interested in this claw. They were really fascinated by it. And they realised that they didn't think they knew what it was from. So they then went back out to the pit and, he, and William Walker showed them where he'd found it. And they searched around and found a few more fossils. Okay, and they found a few more fossils from this guy, the Baryonyx. So let's have a little look about when he was from. So Baryonyx was from the early Cretaceous period. So early Cretaceous, not late. And so you got late Cretaceous, which was like the T-Rex and the Triceratops. This guy was earlier than that. So it was about 140 to 120 million years ago. So it was in the Mes Mesozoic period, in the late, uh, sorry, in the early Cretaceous period. That's when he was around. Now, one of the fossils that they found were part of his jaw. So they found the top 
and the bottom part of the jaw. And this was really fascinating. This is when they started to realize that this was something that they hadn't seen before. Now, the part of the, the jaw that they found, it was it was had a bulb at the end of the mouth. So it, it was like, like a, un, like, imagine a balloon that's not blown up. That's what it looked like at the end. It, it had a bulb and it was also quite long. It was a long skull and the mouthpiece was very long. Now the teeth, they were quite fat and quite wide and they varied in size. So that probably told us it was it was a carnivorous type animal. And the size of it said that, told us what sort of animals it could eat. Now, when they looked at it, they realized that it had a facial expression or the, the size of its face was very similar to like the modern day alligator or crocodile. Now I was lucky enough at the, the St. Jude's Fishing Galore that I got to meet an alligator and actually hold it in my hand. Now it was only a baby one and it was actually had its mouth tied up so that it didn't nip anybody. Um, but it was a fantastic experience but the thing about alligators is they've got very long mouths and they are designed specifically so that to help it to catch its prey. Now, when the paleontologists looked at the baryonyx, they decided that he was actually part of the Spinosaur family. Now, Spinosaur family is split into two groups. So you've got the baryonychines, and then you've got the Spinosaurines. So the baryonychines, they tend to be the smaller animals of the family, such things as the Suchomimus, and then of course the baryonyx. They're in that smaller side, the baryonychines. The Spinosaurines include the larger type animals. Now, we've all heard of Spinosaurus, and we actually did a show on Spinosaurus, and he is part of, obviously, the Spinosaurines family. So how big was the uh, Baryonyx? Well, he was about eight to nine meters long, and he weighed about 2,700 pounds. That's about 1.2 tons, about the same as a small car. Now, whilst he isn't small, he's a big dinosaur, he's a big carnivorous dinosaur, he would be an issue if he was around, or if we were around when he was. But he's nothing like the size of a Spinosaurus. A Spinosaurus is roughly twice the size of the Baryonyx. Now, when it comes to eating, we believe that he probably, in main food, was fish. And we know that he definitely ate fish because when they discovered um, a fossil of the baryonyx inside of the stomach cavity where the stomach would be they found a really really small fish scale now that fish scale it would been damaged and etched and they believe and they, they sort of did test and they found out that it was probably from stomach acid so that kind of tells us that that fish scale had been inside the baryonyx stomach before it fossilized now, some of you guys watched the very first live show that we ever did, and it was all about fossils. And when we did that, we talked about it's not just the, uh, the bone fossils that the paleontologists look at. It's also all around where those bones are. Now, that's really important because if they hadn't have picked up all the small rocks and the bits and pieces and actually gone through it with a very fine microscope, there is no way that anyone would have found that fish scale. So that's why it's not just the bones when they're looking for fossils, it's also all the soil and the earth around the fossils that are really important because from that we can find out 
is in this case what the baryonyx ate. Now we know, as I said, that he, he was a fish eater, um, and that's what we call a piscivore. Now, like most carnivorous animals, they don't just stick to one thing. They would probably eat mainly fish because that would be an easy thing for them to catch. But we also know that this guy, the baryonyx, also ate small dinosaurs. And we know that because, again, they found a fossil with a small piece of a dinosaur inside. And again, it was inside the stomach cavity where it would be. Um, also, probably small little animals, anything that would burrow as well. That's what we believe. So he was a carnivorous dinosaur and he would eat anything that he could catch within reason. Now, evidence shows us that he spent a lot of time in water, but probably not necessarily swimming. Okay, There's a bit of a to and from whether the actual baryonyx of the Spinosaurus, whether they actually swam a lot. They probably could swim, but they probably spent most of their time wading, very similar to way a heron or, or some of those birds that sit in the riverbank with their legs in the water and they just sit there waiting for the fish and then when it's time they grab the fish with their mouths and with their claws. So about those claws it's probably likely that he would use them to help him scoop fish out of water but it's also possible that he would use them to help bury into the ground so any animals that would bury into the into the riverbanks the Baryonyx would use his claws and scrape away at those riverbanks and find those burrowing animals and get hold of them. And that would be how he would get his dinner. All right, that was cool, wasn't it? That's the Baryonyx. Um, a, a late dinosaur has only been discovered in the 80s. Well, to me, that was that was when I was just leaving school. So that's, that's recent history to me. To some of you guys, I'm sure that was a long time ago. Um, but yeah, the Baryonyx, so what a cool dinosaur. So that's it for today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. I know I certainly did. I love doing this research and helping us all to share the knowledge. And that's a point, guys. If you've got an idea, a dinosaur that you particularly want us to talk about, why don't you just write in and tell us? Or better still, go on the Dinosaur Experience for Kids Facebook group, leave a message there, I'll see it, and we'll see what we can do. So if you've got a favourite dinosaur that you want us to do a review about and talk about, learn a bit more, then put a suggestion forward and we'll see if we can find out for you. How does that sound? I can't wait to hear from you guys. All right, so that's everything we've got time for. So thank you so much for listening. I've been Ranger Martin. We've been listening to the Dinosaur Experience for Kids podcast. Oh, and don't forget, guys, we do a live broadcast every Thursday. Now, you can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on Facebook, on our Facebook group. You can get us on the face, uh, Dinosaur Experience for Kids Facebook page. You can get us on Twitter. You can find us on LinkedIn basically any social media, Twitch even, um, and you can find us there. So join the Facebook group, you'll see something there. It will say a live show every Thursday when we talk about dinosaurs. And on that one, you can actually type in a message and it will come up on the screen and we'll talk about it as we're doing it live on Thursdays at six o'clock central time. Now I know some of you guys live in other countries. 
and you're so welcome. We're so happy that you joined us. I'm looking on our reports here. We've got people in India, we've got people in Canada, we've got people in the UK and America, all over the world. So even if you can't join us live, you can always leave a message there and we'll come back to you. And then the other thing is, if you want a shout out, make sure you leave your name and a few details, your age perhaps, on the Dinosaur Experience for Kids Facebook group and we'll get it at the end and we'll give you a shout out. How does that sound? Is that cool? All right, guys, I'm counting on you. We'll see you next Thursday and every Thursday at 6 o'clock Central US time. Until next time, bye-bye. Hey!